this is Richard Wilson speaking. Thank you for downloading One Foot in the Podcast. So I'm a wrinkly, wrinkly, but don't shed a tear. Hello and welcome back to Series 1, Episode 5, The Eternal Quadrangle. With me this week is returning guest, friend, it's Mr. Simon Smith. How are you doing, my guy? Good evening, Tom. Nice to be back on the pod, mate. Yeah, I'm all right. How are you doing, mate? Very, very well on this cool summer's evening. Summer's yeah, coming to an end, isn't it? It is. We're still weekend. getting the not, not bad weather, though, aren't we? We're sort of eking it out. It's, it's, it's yeah. hanging on in there, but yeah. It's very, it's very pleasant. You know, it's, yeah. it's been excruciatingly difficult recorder when it's boiling hot i've had to cancel you know a podcast recently but uh yeah it's so much more bearable uh you've been away on a little holiday lately yeah 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 um we've been we've just spoken about how your holidays the whole was but uh i can ask you again did you have a nice time yeah yeah smashing thanks first time with 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 my daughter who's only five weeks old and my son is four years old so yeah two two kids one who sleeps a lot and cries a lot. But um, yeah, we, we were amazed ourselves, actually, how much we did. We pretty much did something every day. Uh, managed to nice. get out and do stuff, which, yeah, is so so good. So nice, yeah, definitely. Lovely. Uh, um, so you were saying this episode uh, is one of your... Is this your favourite of Series 1? No, not my favourite. I think the last one, The Return of the Speckled Band, is my favourite. But I really like this one. I think when I bought the videos, I think I got this, this video set, the second part of Series 1, first. So I saw the last three episodes first before I saw the first two episodes, that makes sense. So I felt like I knew these ones first, and so right. I just kind of appreciated them a little bit more. And obviously, the, it's past setting the scene as well, isn't it? We're much more into, you know, the get, getting into the nitty-gritty of the characters. We're not we're not establishing the characters, yeah. you know, within, within three episodes. We know who these characters are, you know, what yeah. makes them tick. And we just see, we see some good scenarios being played out in this episode, and... Bit, bit of jealousy, a bit of uh, rivalry, and also the, un, the undying love between Victor and Margaret. There's not many occasions, is there, throughout the series where there's a bit of love rivalry? Not not many, no. It comes up again. Um, obvious one, so isn't it, with, with Peggy Mitchell. With, with Peggy Mitchell's, also with Petra and Marie in um, Maybe Love and Death in the, in, the, uh, in the guest house, yeah. Yeah. So, but yeah, we'll, 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 we'll touch on that. There's a few things. We'll touch on that, yeah, later. That. Yeah, absolutely. It's just a good, funny episode, really. I really like it. Really so, this is, it. this is, um, yeah, so episode five of the rewatch series, nearly done the first series. It's, it's nice going back to them with, with uh, guests this time around. I've really enjoyed it. After this, one more episode and another series to go. I think I speak oh, for everyone. Like, you know, we, everyone listened to your pod, I think, or to hear ones who stayed from the started at the beginning loved you talking on your own just as much as you talking <laughs> with the guests so thank you yeah and, and, um, and, and, and yeah so it's a testament to you mate what a great storyteller and and investigator of the episode you are <laughs> um you draw a lot of great things out of it and entertained a lot of people mate so yeah thank you you're making me blush here sorry <laughs> come on mate <laughs> that's just that makeup you wear isn't it but... it's <laughs> friday isn't it right well yeah, yeah I, I i i'm a proud of what you know i'm proud of doing the pod on my own but i did want an excuse to revisit some with, with oh, listeners. and maybe absolutely. every so often i'll probably just do it like a, a tombola and pick out a random a random episode to re revisit but uh yeah, 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 yeah. still got another well eight episodes to review including yeah. this one so nice. we'll we'll go straight into it shall we absolutely yeah spot on mate Right, so the um, opening scene is at the community centre, or presumably a community centre of sorts. And this is—is is this the first time we see Victor carrying out a hobby? Uh, yeah, if you discount the kind of magic, which doesn't really get off the ground uh, in the first episode, does it? Um, yeah, maybe the second yeah. time, technically. It's the first time we see him in. Com- actually, also he does do the yoga, but then again, that fails miserably. So it's the first time we see him do one that actually doesn't fail miserably, or at least um not not for everyone else you know his 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 attempts are not the best are they as we, they're as not we the say. best no the the art teacher is given a bit of a grilling this is, this oh, is angus mckay which thought and also fans will recognize as the vicar in frog's legacy it took me a minute actually i had to look on imdb his face was like i know him i know him mm. i know the voice 
but he plays this just a little bit harsher, doesn't he? He's a bit of an arsehole, isn't he? He is. He is really laying into Victor. And you think if you go into something like this, surely you'd just be there to support people. Like people, you know, it's not compulsory to go along to an art class. Yeah, he he, um, look, he looks like an old school kind of teacher. Like, oh, yeah. I imagine our grandparents went to school. Maybe even our parents, the teachers yeah. might not have been always um, encouraging, but now you'd get, yeah. even in, in our time of going to school, there were teachers that were probably a bit, Harsh, oh, but there was, certainly there was the some handover way. teachers from the you know the seventies who who were into you know what's the word is it corporal punishment of like whacking kids and throwing things at kids when 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 I started school. Yeah, um, and it, he was an art teacher actually. Funny enough, actually really smashing bloke when you, you you sort of knew him as just you know as a bloke, but yeah, 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 <laughs> as a teacher just had something wrong, some some wild streak in him. But there we go. I think he's been a bit of a, a knobhead, if I might say so. Um, yeah. critiquing Victor's work not very helpful I just sort of said stern and, and brutal in, in his assessment of Victor's so he's drawn a live uh, model so as a live um, model Victor's looking hugely embarrassed isn't he to, yeah. to, he doesn't, doesn't make eye contact it did remind me of that Mr Bean episode I'm about to say Mr Bean <laughs> oh great mate oh great yeah. Yeah. yeah very similar setup isn't it um, but obviously that was a great little payoff in that episode yes uh, that's very good nipping over to the pottery class yeah, he's he's criticizing Victor for using a no. Victor's using a two H pencil, and I must admit, as a DT teacher, this is something I, I sometimes mention to my kids. If they are drawing something really heavy, I do say something like, "Are you drawing with charcoal there?" You know, if they haven't sharpened <laughs> the pencil, there's nothing worse than a blunt pencil for drawing with, unless you are doing like shading or something. Right. It, okay. Yeah, you know, it's just so I do. I, I have a little bit of sympathy with with this art teacher <laughs> to some degree. <laughs> But, yeah. but no, I wouldn't. I would never do it in the way he's done it. Like I would never lay into someone for that. He's not helpful, see. But the point of the scene is the the live. Is it is that the phrase a live art nude model? Just a, a live art. Uh, model? I had to think in my head. I think is it. I think it, the phrase is is it. Um, uh, yes, well, it. What it is now. <laughs> it's it's still not still life. A life. Life art, life model must be a life model. Life okay, model. we'll call it yeah. life. Yeah, so, someone's so going to correct us. That's okay. Yeah. Well, she she's trying to get hold of her her father. Um, he's lo- he's lost his contact lenses, so her father is unable to drive to collect her. Therefore, Victor offers a lift. Bit of music playing in the background, sort of creating that an atmospheric romance you know, type. Victor thing. had cut his finger there because the guy had said to him, "Have you, have you sharpened your pencil? Uh, sorry, can you go and sharpen your pencil? You got a Stanley knife." And then the oh. very next, the very next cut is Victor oh, yeah. with a bandage on his finger. How did um, I not notice? Oh, and it's only I've... re-watching it that I pro- actually properly noticed it. It no, doesn't make it, it's completely in, in, in unimportant. It doesn't make any difference to the plot at all. You know, you think it it's might just come a, back it's and just pay a payoff gag, it isn't it? Yeah, I, no, it's just rubbish. a nice little touch there that Victor's yeah, just a little bit of an amateur, isn't he? You know, like you can't even mm-hmm. sharpen a pencil without you know. <laughs> Yeah, rather shamefully, so I, I, I didn't see that, unfortunately, no. Yeah, got quite a short scene when we were brought back to the Mildreys. Margaret on the stairs, she's, she's um, I think she's collecting some um, crumbs or something. She's, what's she doing? She's he, taking he, up the carpet or something. He says something, I never never really understood this phrase, but he said, it, it, uh, Harold, Harold says something like, I bet you'll never have a phone back again, which I think is a phone back carpet, like a, a style of carpet that stopped it from slipping where it had foam attached to the carpet. Right. But when you took it up, and I seem to remember this when we had carpet replaced in our house, you'd have to pick all the bits of the foam that had stuck to the floor yeah. up and it would take hours. Like, you know, you'd be there literally like like scraping wallpaper. Yes. So I think that's what you're saying. Like, yeah, these the, this carpet's terrible to get up. Um yes. so that's the whole thing of this story, this whole episode. There's a there's a carpet being laid throughout the house, isn't there? There is. Um, there is the, so, uh, so Harold Wharton is his character name, played by John Burrard. I didn't really yeah, recognise yeah. too much of Bean. I, I did actually. I did. I recognised him from a Mr. Bean episode, actually. He's he's a stamp collector in that very same Mr. Bean episode that I just mentioned um in the school. Very, oh, very yeah. small part. You might you wouldn't recognise him. Okay. He also props up in Summer Wine, one of my favourite episodes of last Summer Wine. Um, okay. There's someone on and he also plays a Morris dancer in the last episode of Blackadder, uh, the first series of Blackadder. So you remember, oh, okay. remember that? No, Black I can't remember that. He decides to go off on a crusade and, and gather together the six most evil men, and he takes this retired Morris dancer with him. Right, and and that's him. Um, but again, oh, okay. you wouldn't know it looking at him. So he seems to be quite a bit of a plays a few different parts. I mean, um, yeah. Yeah, but he looks really old in this, doesn't he? He looks, he looks, he looks like an old boy. Look old. He, looks, he, looks, he looks at least ten years older than Margaret. He's, easily, uh, easily, I think. Yeah, 
What's yes. he doing? What's he doing there then? How did he? I think he's meet? just there generally. He's a neighbour, isn't he? Is he neighbor? Um, there's, okay. there's mention of his his he's growing vegetables and competing with Victor. Mm-hmm. So he either lives on the same street or he lives nearby in this same estate. Right. And obviously they've just fixed Margaret and he have struck up a friendship. If you notice, Victor doesn't actually really acknowledge him when he when he comes in. He's Scarpers, Harold Scarpers, doesn't he? He, he, does. he? We we know that he obviously he's taken a liking to Margaret early doors. That's Definitely. why, yeah. When he yeah, yeah. Victor comes home, he's like, "Oh, better, better get out of here." Yeah, um, I do love this angle looking down from the stairs. Um, it's, it's what we have in Riverbank, isn't it? But the other yeah, side of the, it's the, just, the hallway. But what are the what other sitcoms film like that? Yeah, uh, I, I can't think I don't of it. Know, Fools really. North, I suppose they couldn't do it. Fools North because it's in a flat. Forty Towers never did. You know, is that is that David Renwick or is that Susie Belbin or? It's just really clever. Combination. I think it's just to make you feel that you are almost a fly in the wall, but from the top of the yeah. staircase. It does work really well. You get really more nice. of a shot in more the, the angle's so much better, isn't it? Than it is. Because you because you could shoot them against the stairs, couldn't you? You're from 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 the front door. Yeah. I have the same effect and you wouldn't, you know, lose any of the kind of there's nothing dramatic going on there, is there, Paul? It works yeah. it works really well, yeah. Well when Victor returns, he, he hands a wheat bits packet. It's like an ongoing litter joke throughout the series. I think there's less and less of the litter jokes as the series goes on, apart from you're going to tell me the episode name when uh, those neighbours are chucking a load of stuff in Patrick's lawn and Victor gets his revenge. And Oh, um, not not uh, Dream, not Dreamland, uh, Broken Reflection. Broken Reflection. Yeah. <laughs> so apart from that, there's not too many littery... No, he seems to lose. That, that crusade seems to die a death, doesn't it? I wonder if David had just sort of run out of things to say about litter. Yeah. <laughs> Possibly. Yeah. I think so. So, yeah, it's that castrated hamster, which is a fantastic phrase. I mean, I don't know how David thought that, but it just, yeah, it, it <laughs> does just sound like something in pain, doesn't it? It just sounds sounds like it. And I don't really understand telephones. I don't understand how a, a, a phone ring can be different. You know, surely they're all the same. But it's clearly a phone, right. isn't it, line? Um, and uh, I love how Vic's answering the phone with that comical bandage almost. Like, he's, he's literally built up a massive layer. And it's just... Yeah. Again, I don't know why it just t- tickles me this time watching it. It's just like it always is when, you, when you've got to look out for these little um, <laughs> these little 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 details, bits. It does there. make you laugh, doesn't it's it? Fantastic, isn't it? So, Mark, um, Mark asks, "What's uh, what he's drawn this evening?" He tries to oh, brush yeah. off the topic quickly. You know, yeah, he's obviously knows she's going to get a little little. Nah, jealous. yeah. Do you think that says that this has happened before? That Margaret is very protective. Not, oh yeah. Not not thinks he's up to something, but he's wary of other women around him, maybe. I just think I just think a lot of men might, uh, if they've drawn a nude model, their wives might be a little taken back because she just thinks he's gone to yeah. art. He's obviously been going weekly, let's presume, mm. and he's never drawn one before to this point, and she can't quite get her head around the fact that he's drawn someone with her actual breasts, and there's a really funny line. <laughs> I suppose you had to draw her breasts in this much detail, did you? What? You had to put breasts on her. But, but, but what was I supposed to do? Ask if she would mind slipping them off for a few minutes. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. It's a great um, sarcastic response. It is, isn't me. it? Could you, could you rub them out? Couldn't you just rub them out? Like... <laughs> <laughs> she, you, we'll see a feisty side when she faces Millicent and obviously yes. Katie, Katie the Clean in Series 6, which viewers, oh, yeah, not viewers, yeah. listeners won't know that my background is... Um, I like to think quite amusing, if not childish. I've got a background of Victor looking up to a half-naked Katie. And the problem is the background's cropped her head out, so you just see her um, sports bra, or is it a... Uh... Well, what, what's the line? Yes, you've done a sensational job. Yeah. Because <laughs> he says something like, oh, what, what, that's what men say when they want to get laid. <laughs> yeah, basically. That line, he? And she's got the duster between her... Um, is it a... not a bra? What was it? What was it? What was the debate? A sports bra or a butt bra? Yeah, if that's a bikini top or a bikini bra, top or a sports bra. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm a Dutchman. If, that, if that's water resistance, I'm a Dutchman. Yeah, <laughs> it looks like a, a cross between a bikini top because it's got quite a thick strap around the back, which I understand yeah. bras don't necessarily have a thick strap, but around the yeah. front is quite bare and the cleavage is on show. That's why it's debatable. I wonder if they had that specially made. I'm not an expert. <laughs> think. Uh, yeah, don't know, mate. Another, another one for... Um, Off topic Chris, there. Chris, Sorry, Chris, Chris, Chris Gurnan could tell you the answer to that one, mate. Perhaps. I should go back to Chris and ask that. If you did say, if you've got any more questions, <laughs> top, drop topic, her a message, topic I will. Bras, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so to make matters worse, not only has um, you know, Victor had to reveal he's been drawing uh, a naked model, which is 
not a bad thing. It's it's that's Margaret's issue. Yeah, he's actually been offered a part time job. Is it sort of cleaning? Yeah, he just said a little, few little jobs around the house or whatever. But yeah, he just keeps putting his foot in it, doesn't he? It's just that after I gave her a lift home, I got lost in the one-way system. Gave her a lift home? The naked woman? Well, she... <laughs> the naked woman? She wasn't naked when I gave her a lift. <laughs> You've had a naked woman in the car? Not in the car she wasn't naked. She didn't sit in the passenger seat. Here, I strapped her to the roof rack. <laughs> Attracted a few stairs at the traffic lights. I mean, she's not naked all the time. She does occasionally put on some clothes. She's naked by profession. Naked by profession? What the hell's that supposed to mean? She's a model. She happens to be an artist. She models for some of her friends. It's all perfectly logical. (laughs) (laughs) Um, Yeah, but Margaret's living, isn't she? She's clearly, you know, not not happy about this and the fact that he just seems to be, you know, flaunting... So this yeah. fact that he's he's got he's getting on well with this woman. You know all about her now, do you? It, well, yes, she's um, offered me a little part-time job. <laughs> well, in the following scene in the kitchen, there's still a bit of jealousy from Victor in a way. He asked yes. his mother off, off to the fun fair with Harold. Yeah, it's it's a bit of a, a bit a bit sniping at each other, isn't it? Really, definitely. Yeah. Um, I just noticed this, mate. All of series one is filmed. The kitchen is filmed from where the sink is, isn't it? Yes. So the camera's put where the sink is, which is... Sink point of view. It's just a bit strange, isn't it? I don't know why I've never noticed that before. I can only imagine just... that's just the studio setup, and that's yeah, the best true. shot they could have. True, Because I suppose in the riverbank, you just had the opposite side of where the oven is. Yeah, so it's just like at. rotating 90 yeah. degrees in there. But, um, yeah, I don't know, it's just a bit strange. I just remember things. I was watching the episode on the buses. That's another sitcom for you. Um, and, and they do a scene where they're on the bus and they actually film, literally, they obviously cut the side of the bus off and filmed in the bus and it was just bizarre because you could see the, the edges of the seats and then there was just no wall occasionally you could see. So the same thing, obviously, you mm. don't see them, you don't not see the wall in this, but it's just weird that the camera is where the sink is. Sorry, sorry, man, I just compl- I've just never noticed that before. No, that's <laughs> so. okay. I was just thinking, I, you know when the, you've got a scene where characters are in the background, yeah. but they've obviously been mic'd up. They've probably yes. got little mics. But in, in TV shows 20, 30 plus years ago, they wouldn't have had that technology, I presume. No. And no. when you can hear them as clear... So I was watching uh, Till Death Has Do Part and Alf yeah, great and stuff. another yeah. character were not in the foreground by any means, but you can hear yes. them crystal clear. I yeah. think they, they um, narrate over... Yeah. So they're probably, yeah. Talk, they're probably acting out normally where you can, can't hear them, but then they have to narrate over it or dub in yeah. there. Yeah, 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 that's what I imagine. I'm not a TV production or anything. No, it's interesting, isn't it? I love, I love finding out about all these things. Uh, you know how, yeah. how things are filmed because we just take it for granted, though, with what we, we see. Do. It's, uh, it's there, do. But, yeah, yeah, yeah. Because we, we love comedy so much, we want to know all the nuts and bolts of it as well, don't we? Like, well, I do anyway. Definitely. <laughs> so. There's plenty of books out there on um, the, 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 the Dummies Guide to TV Production or Script Writing. Yeah. So yeah. I mean, I've got a couple of them actually. Oh right, nice. It's very helpful, yeah, very yeah, handy. Yeah. I should refer to them really because I've read them for years. Yeah, anyway, great. so Margaret is actually going to the fun fair. I thought Victor was being sarcastic, but she's going to the fun fair. And then in comes David Batley. David Batley, carpet fitter. Oh, Do you recognise him? From I love. I love this actor. Um, weirdly, I've only seen him in a couple of things, but everything I've seen him in, he's brilliant. Uh, Recognising most from Charlie um, Willie Wonka in the Chocolate Factory. He was the teacher. Okay. Charlie's teacher. He pops up in an episode of Mr. Bean. He plays the golf, um, mini golf hut owner. Yeah. Um, he had his own sitcom in the 70s called That's Your Funeral, so in a funeral parlour, which I can't find. I'd love to find it. I've been doing some searches for it, but it just seems to have... Go to British Comedy Guide. Some might have a copy of it for you. Yeah, it just just seems really an interesting premise, like a funeral parlour. Sounds bizarre, doesn't it? But yeah, he's just very... Hangdog, isn't he? And and He's got one and, of those faces, isn't he? Yeah, and just yeah. his delivery of the lines is just so droll. Droll yeah. is that right word? Um, it, it's just mesmerising to watch. It's weird. I just uh, it's probably what I'm, one reason I love this episode is just his his couple of scenes just really make me chuckle. Um, to borrow his line, <laughs> he's, chuckle. he's very impressed though by Victor's artwork, but he does oh, mistake yeah, it for yeah. a f- flamingo. Nice um, one, flamingo. Yeah. When it's a bowl of is it a bowl of fruit on the TV set? Which is... But there's also that he's got a pink lampshade, hasn't it? That's what that's obviously good, caused. Yeah, the pays off the gag well, doesn't it? <laughs> yeah, he's very. He's, he's this carpet layer is quite relaxed. Seems 
He does seem no overly, fa- over, seems overly familiar with the Meldrews, doesn't he? And he, and he, he reads the, he read the paper when Richard heads sits out. down, reads the paper, and and then Vic says something like, "Oh, it's all go, isn't it?" Yes. Oh, you wouldn't chuckle. You yeah. wouldn't. Ch- that's when he sees as he heads out. He heads back and does sort of identify the fact there is a pink lampshade, and that's where the confusion lies for this carpet fitter. But is that is that another dig at kind of some tradesmen that actually they don't start work until they really have to? You know, it's sort of like I guess well, I'm so. Here, I'm here. I've started. I've turned up, but I'm going to read the paper and have a cup of tea. And, and that's yeah, why I think they going after. They're somewhat. I don't say they're friends, but they must. He can't be that relaxed. That's not the first time he's visited. No, it's 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 strange, isn't it? Strange. But, um, with yeah. the next scene, we're at um, the model's house. She's um, Mrs. How you pronounce this? Mulliver. I had to keep putting the naked woman's house because I couldn't <laughs> pronounce her name. Um, Oliver. Mulliver. Uh, hang on, wrote her name down here. Mrs. Mull. Yeah. Mollavera, you hear Victor say it. Victor, Victor does say it. Just to say, it, but in his, in his quirky Scotch accent, it's very pronounced very yeah. quickly. Is it Gillian Barge? Yeah. Or was that Gillian? No, died, that's for died, died fairly young, didn't she? Actually? She did die young, actually. Yeah. As, as has many characters. Uh, actors, got actresses. into doing roles and stuff, and then uh, yeah. Yeah, suddenly passed away. There's some really good scenes at. Um, naked woman's house. The, yep. the, her father's vacuuming, and Victor's a little perplexed why he's doing he's doing this when he's there to do a paid job. And the dad is Peter Copley, um, which right, I yeah. do you, did you recognise him from? I'll be honest, mate. Uh, yeah, uh, sorry, no, room. I didn't. No, no. The scented room. So of he's course, the chap yeah. who's he's sort of like a caretaker there, or That's he's like right. a, a guide or one of That's the. That's right. Was he, Colin, yeah. is it someone's spam sandwich? It's the guy with the spam sandwich, isn't yeah. it? Yeah. And my spam sandwich and my Lucasade. Yeah, very yeah, much. <laughs> that is it. But obviously very different role in that compared to this, isn't it? He's obviously trying he's playing a doddery old guy in this, isn't doddery he? Doddery old fools, isn't he? Yeah. Eric, 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 isn't it? Eric's spam sandwich. Eric, yes. But he, he um his, he's he's obviously someone with like, onset dementia. It's actually that's probably quite sad, yeah, really, isn't it? It is, isn't it? It is actually. It, it's played well poignant. with comedy. But it is. yeah. I'm not entirely helpless. I'm still capable. Who is this, anyway? That's Mr. Meldrew, Father. I'm paying him to clean up for us. He can sod off. <laughs> so he's got a, re- a couple of really funny lines. He thinks his daughter just doesn't approve of his um, syrup he's got on, his wig. No, um, <laughs> all the while, um, they're having a bit of a vacuum fight. The vacuum both... war, isn't there? Yeah. <laughs> Actually, I'll be honest with you. I, when I was watching watch this episode, Harrison... My son came in yeah. and he, he, he saw me, told me typing and he said, oh, what are you doing? And he said, oh, can I type something? So this is his phrase. <laughs> the man sucked up his own hair. Because <laughs> he said, why is he doing that? That's <laughs> a like, great well, bit of observation for is, the, uh, the young yeah. man. So, yeah, so Harrison, Harrison's little contribution to the pod there, mate, if that's all right. So. <laughs> he doesn't look like an old boy, does he? He looks about mid-70s, if that. He doesn't yeah. look ancient. He's just, yeah, clearly, because he storms off, he thinks he's not wanted, and he he actually enters the downstairs toilet, which uh, he's never got right, apparently. That's a, I, I just roared with laughter when I first watched that. I'm going out now. I'm going out of this hut. And I may not bother ever coming back again. Goodbye, Doreen. <laughs> That's the downstairs toilet he's walked into. <laughs> he's never got it right yet. So this would make it. This I don't know why this bothered me so much, but how old is the woman then? So if this guy's she, in his seventies, yeah, she was well, younger than Victor. Put it this way, she isn't as young as the nude model with Mr. Bean, who looked about yes. 21. Yes. It's a bit of a sort yes. of she? Yes. But, um, <laughs> yeah, she's, she, I would say I would have her down for probably about 50, 52, 53. Yeah, it should work, wouldn't it? If he'd, yeah, if he'd had it, you know, he looks, 20 odd, whatever. He's so. probably perceived to be late 70s, yeah. 80. It does make you wonder what Victor would be like around his own dad. Obviously, we never meet his dad. We see his tomb, don't we? His tomb, his gravestone. Yeah. Um, but yeah, you wonder how Victor would be out around his own. Because obviously, we see Margaret and her mom, but we don't see him. But we hear Margaret talking mm. to her mom. Would Victor have patience for his dad? You know, if his dad yeah. was, was the same, would he be the. Um, I don't know. Just, just made me think that because it's never, it's never explored and because it's just not part of the series, is it? But uh, no. yeah, what would no. he have his dad around? Back at the Meldrews, 
Harold and Margaret are back from the, the fun fair with this huge inflatable banana. He's, he's clearly in love with her. The feeling doesn't appear mutual. Well, it's not mutual, is it? But at this point, you know, it's Margaret's not really having it. It's a bit of an odd setup here, actually. I don't know. Um, yeah. Heads upstairs to find the carpet cleaner asleep. I wonder if he's got like sleep apnea or something because he's just asleep in the daytime. He's, he's, just, just... he's just gone, hasn't he? He's just completely sparked. I didn't mean to do that. I pressed pause and like my mouse just hovered over it and I supposed to put the mouse <laughs> a bit higher to make the screen bigger so it's still recording this one that's right. um yeah so that's a very short scene isn't it it is there's a lot of scenes in this episode isn't there I know it's I was counting off throughout the series is like that series one there's they're very short jump around a lot doesn't it yeah do you think that um Harold hang handing the banana is some kind of sim oh yeah probably <laughs> yeah it's probably some <laughs> is it Freud they call it I don't know I don't want to euphemism visually yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah, I've yeah. no doubt about it. Yeah. <laughs> but yeah, it cuts back to Mrs. Mulliver. Naked ladies. Naked ladies yeah. house. She's, she's paid. She's given him cash in hand or a paycheck or something. Then we're back at the military seat. Victor comes back. I think he's anticipating the fact that oh, he's anticipating the carpet being completely fit. You know, yeah. the, the job finishing and Margaret sort of dancing around what's happened. And until yeah. she just says he's asleep. It's, it's, she's quite charitable and understanding, really. But She's let him sleep in their bed, or was it a spare bed? I well, think it's their main bed, isn't it? Well, Victor goes up and finds that he's gone to bed. And he says quite calmly, doesn't he? He's gone to bed now. And he's obviously in complete shock. Um, he's completely under the, the duvet. He's got himself comfy, hasn't he? got himself yeah. very comfy there. Which, yeah, it's just, just again, brilliant. And, and I just I just love, love Victor's attack on him with the giant banana. Very slapstick, isn't it? You know, he's... Do you see Victor get like that again? Doesn't you know, really get violent, aggressive again, does he like that? But um, hang on, mate, you've muted. Sorry, mate. It's sorry. Right. It's, sorry. <laughs> I just on tonight. It's, it's Darren's secret on this call. <laughs> it's, yeah. uh, sorry, Darren, when you listen. I'm having a little pop at you there. Um, I was just saying that um, if Victor was a paranoid bloke, he could think, oh, I wonder if they've actually done something in this bed and he's just, yeah. just double bluffing me and he's just... Four, yeah, four yeah, I don't know. Obviously, it's not that. But yeah, um, yeah he, he's in complete disbelief. He attacks him with the banana. He says, "To deflated banana." Now, again, I don't. That's a, to symbolise. Symbolising it, yeah. Because when Harold gets uh, her, it's very much pumped up, but not so much. Now, when Victor gets hold of it, yeah, <laughs> yeah, mate. There's a lot. There's a deeper underlying things going on here, isn't, yeah. there, isn't there? Yeah, definitely. Um, what does Margaret get the yellow pages for? Should to look up a lawyer or something? Yeah, Victor says, um, "Look, look up a fast lawyer or something." I'm about to commit murder with a giant inflatable. <laughs> <laughs> I actually felt sorry for the bloke because he he just looked. Like very embarrassed, oh, and he just, just didn't mean to out of it, mate. Any, yeah. But you know, he t- if he just oh, falls asleep on it, just... I'll be like, you taking the trouble to go? I'm going to settle in nicely. Yeah, that's the that's I mean, bizarre. It's, a, it's the sort of thing a child would do, isn't it? You, you know, they yeah, you're right. Yeah, yeah. Get up and then just get into any bed they saw. Mm-hmm. But you know, if you're an adult, surely you know that's not your house. And yes, <laughs> well, think, yeah, perhaps there is something wrong with him, but he, he just he, he just can't. Yeah, can't stay awake. Um, or he just felt, you know, oh well, I mean, I might as well have a kid. Well, like you say, maybe he does know them better, um, or he thinks he knows them better, perhaps. You know. Well, it, it, whether he knows them well or not, Victor certainly wasn't great um, appreciative well, of his... Uh... He must be carrying on to do the, do the job, because they start emptying the next the bedroom, don't they? Well, like I say, there's also this piano music that's sort of played throughout the series. It's very sort of jolly, yeah. upbeat piano music. Yeah, it's played at the end of Valley of Fear, I remember. It's not jolly, actually. It's sort of... I don't know, sombery. It's just a little bit out of keeping with the, the later series. You can never see that in series five or six. Could yeah. You? Yeah. Like it's, it's not very it's not much the, of this first. first it's not series. Welch, is it? It's not that kind of uh, no. jaunty, style. Yeah. jaunty keyboard. This is kind of like Jazzy, a weird. piano. Yeah. Yeah. Um, the, the bedroom, actually, the bedroom carpet's been taken up. So yeah. I don't know if that is actually the spare room. Yeah, I couldn't work it out, but the fact they've taken all the stuff down and they're sleeping, I'm assuming they're going to they're going to sleep downstairs. Is that yeah, why? Yeah, because the bed's in the living room, isn't it? Later? So, yeah, so he's obviously comes to doing. He's obviously having doing the whole house, you know, kitting everything yes. out. Yeah, which makes it even more annoying. It gets burnt down in a few weeks' time, doesn't it? That's which very true. Carpet's done. So. <laughs> That's very true. He's uh, Margaret's received some flowers and card. Yeah, they're obviously from Harold. I forgot should yeah. should also say that when. Um, Victor enters the spare room, which I think is a spare room. He says that Mrs. Orthox has had a man up her pole 
all morning, which there'll be a payoff to that, but it just sounds like a, yes. a, bit, a bit rude, doesn't it? But yeah, the cheeky, yes. But the flowers are from Mr. Walton, of course. Victor can yeah. see right through this. I love, I love that head nod he does towards the towards Margaret when he's trying to get her to realise that you do yeah. know he fancies you. Yeah. yeah um, yeah. but yeah. I don't know. Is he jealous at this point, or is he? I just... don't think. He, I don't think he sees beyond Margaret being completely faithful. I think he just mm. sees it as. You know they're going to be together, and and no matter what happens, I like, you know people yeah. might fancy her, but he's not con- he's not concerned because you know she's not going to do anything. Well, um, he's more, he's he's more concerned that he'll be seen as le- of less of a handy gardener than Harold because that's it. Yeah, so he's got pride in that sense, hasn't he? But yeah, but, but not in terms of yeah, this guy is clearly kind of nestling on on his missus. Uh, yeah, so it's just he's either oblivious to it, or no, he obviously he isn't oblivious to it, but he's not worried that he's actually going to have any you know, look with it at all, is he? So. Is there a reference to the gardening? Something about a marrow, isn't it? Is it a marrow or... No. Show but it yeah, it, it, it doesn't. The, the phone rings. The phone on the wall. Who... Do you remember the... Like, did you... Everyone... Did, yeah, mate, did yeah, everyone have a phone a... pinned on the wall when they were younger? You, you I, never I, I had one, relatives but you relatives that did, yeah. yeah. I'm sure my aunties did. Yeah, usually yeah. older relatives. I wonder why on the wall. It well, saves, sp- saves space, doesn't it, and put it on the side. Yeah, Doesn't and maybe matter, I don't know whether it was just a social thing that people would be in a kitchen and answer a phone and be able to stand up and move around a little bit, perhaps in a kitchen. I don't know. Yeah, yeah. It's, well, it's just yeah, it, it yeah. doesn't. The phone's not working. It goes to make a call from a BT phone. Got I think Margaret spots something in his coat pocket, which we can't see. Something sinister. Yeah, clearly. yeah. Um, and and late later in that scene, Victor returns to say the BT engineer may visit later, but she is properly pissed off jealousy rage and full throttle now because obviously she's got it in her head that could be something going on but she's do you do you guess at this point what it is we all know what it is but if you're watching this for the first time do you go what has she found are we assuming oh let's just well, say it. we know it's condoms but we, did you... yeah i was just going to go back and mention that if you weren't watching this episode fully if you'd switched off for a second you'd you'd lose blink that and you, blink and you miss so, it, sort so of thing. it you know you really have to concentrate with 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 some of these one from the great episodes, which is a great thing because you know it means when you rewatch it, you do it doesn't make more sense, doesn't it? Um, yeah. yeah, I think it is obvious that it is that. I mean, what else could it be that's going to link in with Victor having an affair potentially? Mm. Um, yeah, I think I think she wants phone number perhaps, but then yeah, that doesn't mean anything, does it? So I, I think Margaret might see this friendship as a way of rebounding. Now I don't know. Um, she's oh, she's going to use. She's going to weaponize it, isn't she? Definitely. Yeah, she's going. She's going to turn turn victor sorry turn turn this relationship with harold and yeah use it to kind of yeah just not whether, whether she protect herself i don't know or to have something to throw he, back to victor or he drops himself in it again there doesn't he oh and he can't help it he can't help it but that's because he's innocent isn't he? he he's got no idea he's doing anything wrong or even perceived he's doing anything wrong so well mrs naked woman is desperately wanting a man's body <laughs> that's what he's quoted it's as but you just uh, you were you, you wouldn't so phrase it like that, would you? You would rephrase like it. Oh, I just needed for a. It's a bit of you know how you'd rephrase. It. I can't even give you an example. Even, even modelling, for... you say I'm doing some modelling or I'm helping her out with her artwork or something. Yeah. Or but, uh, yeah. The next scene, uh, we're at. Her name's Doreen, isn't it? I'm Doreen, sure Doreen. Yeah, Doreen. Doreen. Yeah. Doreen's good. But you don't realise that until a bit late for the you episode. Don't yeah. <laughs> it's a very funny sight of Victor standing on his head on the sofa as he's being drawn, and then. The dad walks in. He sarcastically suggests going upstairs to get my gas mask. Before. Oh, sorry, I forgot. I thought you were bringing somebody in to exterminate me. I thought I was nothing but a household pest around here nowadays. <laughs> I could have done this, you know. I could have done this standing on my head. <laughs> <laughs> Very good. That again. The shortest of scenes when we're brought back to Harold and Margaret in the car. This is where the true yes. understanding, the, the true misunderstanding happens. As it, yes, Ma- Margaret yes. and Harold, with well, as Margaret asks Harold if he can be too old to be unfaithful. Yeah. Is she thinking about it at this stage, or is she talking about Victor? Do you think she's talking about Victor? Victor. Clearly, yeah. she's confiding. She sees this as Harold's a friend, and she confides. She's confiding yeah. in him. Um, and yeah, mentions obviously the condoms, but, the, but it what, what I think what really nails it is when she mentions the bed being, but he doesn't know the bed's downstairs because they've had to move it downstairs. He sees yeah. it as oh, she's inviting me in the bed being a squeeze, <laughs> yeah. 
the hand on the thigh and a compliment yeah. to his kind nature is only going to mislead him, isn't it? Of course it is. Yeah. And um, yeah, yeah, you feel sorry for him, really. He's clearly desperate, isn't he? He's clearly, you know, obviously he's like yeah. maybe, maybe widowed or... That's what I say, probably, yeah. yeah. She reveals to Harold what she's found, but we don't, the audience know at this stage. He must think he's won the lottery because oh, Margaret yeah. invites him in. Saying Victor's not back for a couple of hours. The bed, like I said, is in the in the living room. He's gonna assume Victor's done the dirty on Margaret. So he's like, I'm well in there. And he makes his way yeah. to the living room, doesn't he, where the bed is and stuff starts to undress. Starts getting dressed, yeah. <laughs> Which um cuts to the kitchen where Victor's looking in absolute agony after his art model stint. And then yeah. it goes back to Harold getting into the bed. <laughs> did Mark? Did Margaret not spot Victor was back home? No, she, she obviously must have gone straight upstairs. Yeah. Did she say something about going upstairs or something? Oh, I'm just going to yeah. you know, get yourself comfy. Yeah. Uh, and obviously the kitchen's right at the back, isn't it? And obviously, for some reason, they've built this wall of books, haven't they? <laughs> yeah, rather conveniently. <laughs> She's just great spots visually. Him. But, uh... Yeah, he spots him through the pile of books from the other side of the room. Well, he sits Mark... on the hot water bottle, doesn't he? So he lets out a yelp, and that's obviously what gives, gives him up. <laughs> Because the times I watch this back, I'm waiting for Victor to notice him. Because you, you forget how long this guy spends getting undressed. I and know, then, yeah. And then I suddenly realise, yeah, it is when he does the hot water bottle that makes Victor notice. But, you know, in re-watching the episode over the years, when I watched it back, 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 I was just thinking, oh, well, yeah, doesn't he spot him sooner? But no, he does really get undressed, doesn't he? Victor's quite confused and anguished, I think. Like there's there's two men sleeping in the, in his, in the bed. That's it. I think he's more annoyed at that, the people getting in his bed than... The fact this guy was obviously trying to get on, get it on with Margaret. That's, yeah, that's what it seems like to me. He still doesn't think there's any real threat here. It's more it's, like, what are you doing in my bed? <laughs> it does bring another sardonic rant. Pick up, is, is, how many times did he pick up the telephone in this series? What in the name of sanity is going on here, just lately? I mean, is there anyone else wants to come and sleep in my bed at all? I mean, it's open house here. We accept everyone. All races, colours, creeds. Everyone wants to keep here eventually. Carpet layers. Boris Yeltsin. Speak, speak. Victor Meldrew's Public Dust House Limited. Yes, we're taking Brookings through to the end of April 92. How many pillars would you be requiring? Great, isn't it? Obviously, in Starbound, it really backfires him, doesn't it? And yeah, that's, that's true. Clever. It's Hopefully, really clever to yeah. leave it to that point to actually, yeah, think, well, actually, let's have a bit of fun and switch it around on him. But, but Victor, he does enjoy that, doesn't he? Yeah, he doesn't seem bothered. And he doesn't question what's happened. Ignorance is probably bliss, as I, I'd probably be freaking out, going, what's going on here? But no, he's, can, can you remember uh, the next time he has a strange person in his bed? Yeah. He doesn't, it's, he it's, doesn't it's, even it's, notice at first. Is it warm champagne? Warm champagne, yeah, mate, yeah. Right, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, it's... Uh, husband's yeah. taken up necrophilia. <laughs> <laughs> well, Margaret, of course, will um, almost has an affair with Ben, and she gives, gives him a kiss, so she... Yeah, I'll be honest, mate. I struggle with that episode. I don't enjoy it that much just because of that. Because I just don't think she would have gone that far. You know, I get it works, but I don't know. It just spoils it their relationship a little bit for me that she even went and went on a date with this guy. So sorry, I was just an aside there, but no, no, it's just not not one of my favourite episodes. That there's some really funny bits in it and stuff with the you know the dairy and the yeah. And the do, do you feel since you're the Men Being Badly podcast host? Do you feel the same when Tony and Dorothy sleep together? Oh, mate. God, like that yeah. it's, I, it's still I, obviously I, funny. But there's, uh, I find that. And also when Gary cheats on her again in the um, series in the six. barbecue episode, uh, in a series five, and then the series five when he, because um, Tony's trying to get on with the, there's, there's two sisters staying next door and Tony thinks he's in there, but she's married but the thing, shows pictures of the kids. I just the don't think yeah, The like thing it. is, what, what, I'm not defending Gary, but I suppose he's not, doing it with any of Dorothy's mates. But Dorothy, the number no. of times she would have been sleeping around, it's almost like it cancelled each other out. But well, she does. I mean, I mentioned in the pod in series one, she's running off with Graham. Um, yeah. And, really? and that, but that's used to make Gary jealous. Yeah. And then she does have an affair. She actually properly has a full-on affair, you know, and cheats on Gary for a period of time. Uh, she, uh, she, four, and she leaves him and gets she um so she she sort of knowingly stays with him because he's desperate so almost like yeah. using him his vulnerability like he'll yeah. do anything to so i don't know it's, it's not, none of it can be excused but well, that's just, a nice little arc in series four that they they split up and get back together again within a few episodes and mm-hmm. then then dorothy then cheats on him again Yes. Uh, by the end of the series, so series four, yeah. there's a hell of a lot going on. So now, actually, really, I bet you're that, looking forward so. to discussing that. I am, mate. Yeah, answer, series yeah. three, series three, 
fact, series three onwards, you can't really put a four wrong. Please download. Don't forget your goodbye gherkins from the <laughs> Men Being Badly Pod with <laughs> host here, Simon Smith. It's Thank very you. good. And Cheers, guys. you asked nicely, not going go on as a guest. Oh, yeah, you'd be very welcome. And very he's welcome. had a guest on who I can't get on for love nor money, Mr. Nick Maloney, who yeah, started a small Nick, role. Nick was great it. fun. Yeah, just nice to chat to an actor who's been been around for a long time and done lots of different stuff. And he's getting put touch with him, actually, because I, I was watching an episode of The Bill randomly, and he was in it, and his credit was misspelled. He was spelt Mick Mahoney. <laughs> which I probably, if I was going to be livid for that. So I meant to drop an email actually and say to him. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah Nick, they've, they've spoke on this 1990 episode of the film. <laughs> but I'm sure he'll brush it off. He's probably <laughs> never noticed it before. Um, anyway, back on topic. Victor mentions Boris Yeltsin, doesn't he? Yes. Um, and is that because Harold looks a bit like him? I had to Google it and look it up. Bit, bit, I can only imagine so. Time, Boris Yeltsin. I don't think he... he, he I don't think Harold had the same politics as Boris Yeltsin. No. And he also <laughs> mentions Mahatma Gandhi. Is that because he's got the, 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 the shroud around him? He's got the towel, the, the, the bed sheet around him. Again, probably a similar, similar yeah. image to him. Yeah. Um, so when Harold, Harold scuttles off apologizing, um, Margaret is upset. He's not even questioning it. So that's interesting. She's, you mm. know, she's like, have you got any passion for this marriage? Is what she's saying. Exactly. She she even says Harold and I have been having an affair, and he never even told me. Never even told me, yeah, yeah. He's 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 in disbelief but laughing. It's more misunderstanding as Victor says he's put his back out at Doreen's and been in the oh, same I... position for two Again, hours. Just... Yeah, it's, it's just blunder, Victor... it? blunder. Just just keep your mouth shut, mate. No, <laughs> but she does com- she does confront him about this empty packet. Spells it out to him, and he remembers it's just more litter. And, yeah, and the fact he can pinpoint where he found it underneath the rhubarb probably probably convinces Margaret that it is just litter. It has a very similar beat to the um, the, the, the Millicent episode yeah. where it, she confronts him and he is very uh, like non, non-aware of what she's actually talking about. And yeah, it has a very similar feel to it, doesn't it? That he, he has no idea she's he's being accused of anything and his denial is enough straight away for her to realise what's gone on. So, just, yeah, just, just remind me, why did Victor put the empty packet in his pocket and not the bin? Or did she find it in the bin? I can't remember. Uh, no, it's in his pocket. I'm guessing you would have been walking up the drive, seeing it in the rhubarb, um, yes. and then picked it up with the view to throw it away later. Yeah, that's um, happened. I'm sure I've picked up random rubbish around the house, put it in my yeah, pocket as I can, my, I just forget. Mate, my, my back pocket is constantly full of, like, Wrappers and things like fluff. that from Harrison's, you know, when he's had a snack or whatever, left it lying around. Yeah, so, yeah. the hoops in, in the bottom of your pocket. Yeah, oh, you just have to empty your pockets at the end of the day. It's just the mistake so, is when you chuck it in the washing machine, and don't realize when you've yes. got tissue in there. Oh, horrendous! Yeah. I mean, it's horror, it's got to be a horrid sight for any man or woman to find a packet of yeah, empty in your, yeah. in your property for on someone who you know, we don't know what Victor and Margaret's sex life's like, but obviously. Yeah. Clearly, either don't do it or don't wear protection, or oh, who knows, mate. But yeah, it's obviously a shock to Margaret that he has condoms because yeah, it's just not something that they they do. So on yeah. to the uh, final scene in the, in the empty bedroom upstairs. Victor's going to sleep on the floor. Just help with his back. Uh, yeah, he's obviously explained. I presume he's explained off camera. You know, I was I had to stand upside down. I didn't explain why he did this until I realised it helps his back. It's a flat surface, isn't it? It's supposed to be helpful. But... Yeah. But then why did he put a hot water bottle in the bed downstairs? Maybe he'd done it for Margaret. Don't know. Maybe. Maybe he changed his mind. But yeah, I, I just, I, I, I suddenly realised, why isn't he sleeping downstairs? Because they moved the bed downstairs to do it. But then obviously, yeah, for his back. So. Yeah. If Margaret spraying something on his back, I don't, I don't know if deep heat was around then. But they, they do share a moment as Victor's suffering further well, from his... She's completely sl- uh, flipped now, isn't she? She's all she's charm and cooing nice. And, and cooing and, over yeah. him and, and just, yeah, being a really good wife. Guilt, feel a bit guilty, I think, isn't she, really? Oh, yeah, yeah, been, yeah. Kind yeah, of she, bit of a character yeah. for the whole episode really so, but they do share a moment don't they like retirement reality reflecting what's to come and when they share that moment there's that the bt engineer is just staring through oh, the window it's got it's no nice curtains. it cuts doesn't it? it you see it from one angle and you can't see him and then you switch the angle and you can see him just staring at them 
He's just gorgeous, uh, right? Even when they look back, he's just... And it obviously, it enrages Victor. Everything's like... Because Margaret walks out with a smile. I think it's because everything's back to normal. The phone's ringing, so obviously that's working. The yes. marriage is back on, if you like. And also, pointless observation, but why are there no curtains? Because they're not touching the floor, surely. Unless they did. Were they long? a very good point, actually, Might, mate. might be really, really long curtains. Yeah. Did you um, recognise the fact that this this little scene when Margaret goes to kiss him is in the montage and Endgame? When he's it looking is. Back. Yeah, 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 it is. There's a couple of scenes that are used a lot. I think a lot of the shouting on the telephone is used, isn't it, in clips <laughs> or whatever. Hello, yeah. hello, hello. Yeah, yeah. And it got me thinking, only Richard Wilson can deliver those lines, can he? Yeah. You know, there was talk, was it Les Dawson was was potentially going to play Victor at one point? You know, the yeah, scene. he was. He, he... You just can't imagine Les Dawson shouting that in the same way and it being that funny. Can you? No, you know I mean, you can't. So some of these things is just really Richard Wilson bringing so much to the role even in series one i probably should say this i usually i'm trying to get into the habit of saying when these episodes were aired february the first 1990 but wow. going back to richard wilson i think i put out a little um little poll out there or a little debate post about who who could play victor on the if the stage play was ever you know a thing because oh, david was semi-curious to know what people would think as a discussion point i had quite a number of names actually and i'm just going to go through the names that were listed i'm just going to get them because i sent them on to david i like to think he's he wants to be inspired maybe by yeah, maybe yeah, yeah. On. But here's some of the names so we had jack d quite a few said jack d yeah he'd be good quite, quite a few suggested angus dayton i can see where they're coming that from. that would be a really really clever it would be clever but I, can't, do, I can't imagine it's you got a picture that like we said the voice the shouting is angus got that shouty maybe not no he's, sarc- he's sarcasm isn't he and yeah, dry um, Yeah. A. Edmondson visually could pass for it, but I don't know if he could do the yeah. uh, Hugh Laurie. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. Hugh, Jim Hugh Jim Broadbent. Jim Broadbent, very good. Eric yeah, Idle. I think Eric Idle could, but he's like, mid seventies. I don't know. If Eric but... Idle's very recognisable for what he is, though, as a Python. Um, Possibly, yeah. Uh, um, I don't know. I don't know. Rob Brydon. Yeah. Maybe Possibly. a bit young, a bit young for it, perhaps. Possibly, yeah, but he's but... probably the same age as Richard Wilson is when that's he started. True. That's true. I, mean, I just... think he'll be 50, uh, well over 50. Um, now, my question is, would these, if they're going on stage, would they shave their hair and be like Victor? Like you've got, you've got, they've got to give him a, a bold wig or something. You've got, yeah, you've got, yeah. you've got to look the part. Because they give the Tom Bennett, who plays Del Boy in the musical, they give him a, because he's a slim they? bloke, they give him a bit of a, a bit of a fake belly because Del's got a bit of a, He's a bit... He has, not he? Yeah, he's got, got, yeah, he likes likes the odd uh, Ruby, doesn't he? So, yeah. Rowan Atkinson, which I think is very unrealistic. He's a, he's got the face, potentially. I but... mean, I'd love, I'd love to see it. Right? Don't get me wrong. Anything Rowan Atkinson does is is just gold, isn't it? But um... So the, the next two, I think, would be really good. Chris Barry from Red Dwarf. Oh, gosh, yeah, yeah. Right? yeah. Check this one out. Greg Davies. Yes. Possibly could do Greg, it. They, oh, yeah. Because he plays authority and that kind of like, you know, kind of angry bloke. Expression on his face, it could pass for really well, doesn't he? Yeah. But he also then plays like a little bit gullible and daft in Man Down really well. Um, yeah. I was thinking recently, actually, how well good actor he is as he played just contrasting roles there. Mm. Yeah, he'd be really yeah, he'd, good. He'd be good. Yeah. Um, Simon Pegg, um, which I don't know. Yeah. He's probably got... But Alistair McGowan, who was in a Jonathan Creek episode, wouldn't they? Amazing. He's done a parody of Victor already, actually. You thought I'd been right for, you know, yeah. wouldn't he? But... Uh, there's a few more. Uh, Peter Mullen, uh, Tommy Tiernan, Tiernan, sorry, I'm pronouncing yeah. Michael Gambon, which I think might be getting on a bit. Yeah. Ricky Tomlinson, getting on a bit. And he's too recognisable yeah, as, yeah, as he's, um, he's, he's another. As a royal. Yeah. Jim Royal. And John Barron. So there's that. John, Bar- John Barron. All right, yeah. John okay. Barron. Not Barron, John Barron, sorry, John John Barron, Barron yeah. yeah, 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 yeah. So there's quite a few there for David to mull over, but you never know. I'm, I'm, I'm hoping he go. Well, maybe there could be something in one of those, but yeah. It's... Who's the guy who's in Downton Abbey? Um, big. Oh, the main huge. guy. He's huge Hugh. everywhere else. Hugh Bonneville. Yeah, I don't Possibly know. Possible. I he's just, I've just watched the Staircase, the, the the American drama he's done, and he he plays an American absolutely. Is that, is that good? Is it? Because I, I love yeah, it's all right. Yeah, it's good because there's the documentary, and then there's actually like the drama, the drama version of it. And yeah, it's, Wait, it's what really what, what channel is that on? I was on Netflix. Netflix oh, no, but, but is it the, what the drama version? 
both of my yeah, both Netflix. Oh, okay, I'll give it. A, I'll give it a go because that was a really yeah. good. Um, just um, if anyone's seen the staircase, just let me know if you think he did it because it seems obvious. But then there's a compelling argument. I think I think he did. Yeah, I think he did. Do you think he did it? Yeah. It's... Yeah. Even from watching this, I mean, obviously it's a drama in it. They do dramatize certain bits, but from the documentary, I... there was enough there that they maybe think he did it. But... I'll uh, I'll give it a, I'll give it a go because no, it's, um... it's good. It's good. I mean, it's eight parts. So there's quite a lot to it, but it is he's he. He really immerses himself in the role. Uh, there's a count. There's a counter documentary to that from the um, what's what's her name? Sorry, who who passed or who got well allegedly? Well, she got killed or oh, maybe Kathleen. Not, like, Kathleen. Yeah, Kathleen. She's gone completely. I'm mad, but yeah, Kathleen. Her yeah. family did a documentary sort of against that. Well, because the family setup was really really strange because she they've been they married before, hadn't they? Yeah. So she got loads of kids and he'd got kids or whatever and I don't think they actually had any kids themselves did they between it's them it's a bit of a divide between them because obviously yeah. his sons were backing him and her daughters were yeah. actually no one of her oh, I can't remember anyway um, that's yeah if you haven't seen The Staircase it's a really good uh, really yeah good, Hugh, um, Hugh, Hugh Bonneville I think he could be a possible victor possibly yeah possibly yeah. Well, how do you, so? What do you rate that episode out of ten then? For this, as a based on, I'm gonna go in with so a nine, mate. I'm gonna go. I'm gonna be honest. I think it for me it holds up as one of the one of the best best episodes of series one. Um, cool. And yeah, I just really like I really like the this the, the stuff with the carpet fitter. Yeah, I like the stuff with the with the, the new lady, all that, all the kind of shenanigans going there. Yeah, for me. Very, very good episode. So, yeah, that's good. Definitely a nine. What the bloody hell do you think you're looking at? What do you think this is? An aquarium? And what sort of time do you call this anyway? Ten bloody days you were supposed to come and do this. Ten bloody days ago you were supposed to fix this thing. It's like a constipated gerbil. Every time you pick it up, you can't hear a bloody thing. You're sticking a pole in this bloody night. Would you like to play one foot in the desert island? Of two, mate. You're Simon Smith. You were going on holiday. You were getting the plane to what? Choose your destination. Where were you going? Cuba. So to where? Cuba. Cuba. Okay. Fortunately, you were uh, crash landed. You're on a desert island. That's okay. I, I can I can make it a little bit easier for you. <laughs> so you can take any character on the so I, I can air, airdrop a character, any character, seen or not seen. Who would you like and why? Probably quite an obvious one, but. So I would take Mr. Foskett. Mr. From... Foskett, okay. Why would you take Mr. Foskett? Uh, just because his stories would keep me entertained. Um, <laughs> would and... they, though? Would, would they not get a bit yeah, like... Yeah, I think so. I think so. And I think I could try and have a have a chat with him and, you know, make him realise that, you know, nothing's cool. worth, uh, you know, end, ending your life over. So um, You've got to make also... sure there's, there's no booby traps on the island for him to try That's and kill himself. That's true. Also, Brian Murphy, you know, just mirror, crossing over into real life. He just seems like a really fun bloke to be around. Um, cool. Yeah. He would okay. Be to talk to. So, so oh, yeah, I would take, I'd take Mr. Foskey with me, I think. Um, I'm going to, I'm going to give you a portable DVD player, solar power, portable DVD player, right? And there's a DVD disc in there. Fortunately, it's only got enough memory on there for one episode. What episode are you going to have? I'm going to take Monday morning will be fine. Monday morning will be fine. What? Why that episode? It's the first one I reviewed with you, mate. So yeah, it's got a lot of special memories. Uh, <laughs> feels right there, it's mate. The first feels... one, one of the first ones I owned on video, um, and it, I don't know. It just just has, just has a bit of everything, doesn't it? Bit of Victor uh, getting himself in trouble. It has the stuff with the burglars at the start. Obviously, the neighbours helping out to, to actually rob rob him. Uh, we have a nice crossover with uh, You've Been Framed. Uh, yeah. I don't know, it's just, just quite a lot of funny little bits in the episode. Probably one of the most entertaining ones. It sounds weird. I think there are, it's going to sound strange to say this, there are probably better episodes, but if I had to take one, that I would Yeah, it's never, what, I mean. it's what it means to you, off. isn't it? It's what it is. Yeah, like uh... There's ones that, the ones that are really good, but I probably would get bored of watching them if I had to watch yeah. them again. I don't think I'd ever get bored of watching them. So I don't know why. It's just something about it that just, 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 
you, you just it draws me. That's what it means to you, mate. That's perfect. Yeah, I probably just, sent, just sentimental as well. Like I say, the first one that I probably one of the first ones I had on video. Okay, I, know, I can see the blue blue video now, like in my mind. So, um, food. So obviously, you're going to try and get catch fish and whatever wildlife is on that island. But I, I'll be able to magic up for you a plate of food that would have been featured in the series. Uh, so, like, I, I'll give you a um, refresh your memory uh, on what sort of things we we've, we've seen. They've had pizza, pineapple yeah. anchovy, spaghetti yeah. von Gogh, lobster curry, fish and chips, but with a finger. Like, I must stress, the finger <laughs> will always turn up. One of Victor's specials that I think Darren and I established is probably a chili con carne based on the window cleaner drink and the spicy oh, coffee. Oh, yeah, so yeah, I think yeah, it's a chili, yeah. a nice piece of gurnet, uh, whatever. Whatever it was that Mrs. Warboy said was nice, not that she could taste it in only a story. So that it was could be salad, some... wasn't it? Salad, was it salad of some kind? Is it okay? All yeah. that? Oh, no, no, was... so it might be pasta, might be pasta. It, I'm sure it was. Um, it I'm like thinking hot. of the one where Victor's put all the oil on the, sal- on the salad. Yeah. <laughs> um, big Whopper <laughs> with cheese, a tin of pilchards. There's quite a lot. There's a lot, it's a lot in um, The Man Who Blew Away because there's like a bit of a buffet in there on that oh, table. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. So, so what would you uh, like to have? I'd probably have spaghetti al pacino. Spaghetti um, al pacino, okay. That Margaret's mother made because she was reading from a, a, a cast list of The Godfather. Um, Fair enough. Yeah, I just think, well, while well, that, why not? You know, al pacino, great, great okay. uh, actor, and I love spaghetti. So, yeah. What are, What are you going to wash that down with, though? So there's there's a um, few drinks: but Polish sherry, the spicy coffee that we've seen. The cleaner window clean have. There's the whiskey and smarties. There's a there's a few other things. Probably the, probably the tenants tenants Pilsen that that's, the, oh, that's Victor, a good choice. That Victor throws over himself. Yeah, yeah, it's just a pretty standard, isn't it? Yeah. All right. Or well, possibly, possibly the bottle of milk, but, but a glass of milk because Victor has the milk with the slug on it, doesn't he? And Starbound, that he's <laughs> testing whether it can hold on or not. <laughs> good choice. Yeah. I just thought of another drink now, the, the expensive bottle of wine from that Tom Croker. Oh, yeah. I just love how Victor's throwing it into the frying pan. Uh, yeah, into the bubbling squeak. <laughs> oh, dear. Not his fault. Not not their fault at all. I, no, I think you're going to have something order. delivered to someone else's house and don't tell them, then, you know, all yeah. sorts of confusion is going to raise. Yeah, absolutely. So. Okay, final question then. What, what character do you feed to the sharks? They'll regenerate every day just to annoy you. So there's the there's the um the thug guy in series six throwing the swan in the lake. There's the IT salesman, there's the pushy bendy dinosaurs salesman, there's Kazanzi the gardener, who's not doesn't seem a bad guy, but he does get violent with it, doesn't he? There's probably, probably others. Mr. and Mrs. Ellsbury with their parties. Like Would just, you? Okay. Nothing worse than, as... than than people who are just inconsiderate with noise. Like yeah. as I get older, it's just annoys me more and more. Um even as I speak tonight, there's a rock concert going on on the, the big showground near where I live. I just think, oh, just, you know, not everyone needs to hear that. Yeah. You know I mean? So, yeah, probably then, mate, I'd probably throw them because, yeah, Chuck okay. Berry Duck Walks at two in the morning is... Uh, <laughs> I mean, don't get me wrong, it's a great scene. The Laughing Policeman is just, you know, I actually love that song now because of that episode. Like, uh, yeah. It's, it's one you of those think of it, curious yeah. things, isn't it? But, yeah. Well, okay, so you're taking... Um, Mr. Foskett with you, yeah, and you're having the episode Monday morning will be fine. Well, yeah, it's uh, series three, episode one. The food you're having every day is spaghetti al pacino, al pacino. No. yeah, spaghetti al pacino. Uh, and the drink oh, I already forgotten the drink, a tenant's pills, tenant's pills lager, yeah, yeah, yeah. and you're yeah. feeding the Ellsbury's to the sharks. To the Ellsbury's, yes, and I, I, I wish your time on the desert island a success Thank and you. hope you get Thank rescued you in good much. time, yeah, yeah. yeah. Yeah, I enjoyed that. That was good. That's 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 all we have time for. God, that sounds like a end of a TV program. That's what a presenter was. That's all we have time for today. But that is, I think yeah. we have covered everything. Next week we've got Matt, who has been on before from South Africa. He will be discussing the final episode. And what a great episode it is! The return of the Speckled Band. The Speckled Band, yes. Which will see us see Victor and Margaret in their house for the final time. That's a that's quite a good. Uh, that is a fairly explosive ending, or quite a yeah. What's the word? What's the phrase? 
it's quite a mad ending, isn't it? When you think the animals involved. What I like about it is it just it, it's all set around them going on holiday, mm. and I know myself like that that day of going before you go on holiday is quite exciting, and you kind of yeah. build to it. And so to set a whole episode, you know, a couple of days before, it's just you know, so you never see the holiday, which is right. you know yeah. quite quite clever. But yeah, so they're just 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 quite. Hard. But so much happens, doesn't it? Yeah, stuff at the garden center and all sorts. So. Well, thank you very much, Simon, for coming to the podcast. Oh shit, sorry, there's a moth that just flew by me. <laughs> shit, oh, you're saying it's me, mate? I can't stand them. Can't stand it's, them. They're harmless, but God, sorry, mate, one, I got tracked downstairs by a dragonfly in our kitchen the other day for about ten minutes. I couldn't move. I had to wait for it to go out the door. Holy so, towers, three o'clock, dragonfly. Yeah. <laughs> dragonfly, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, um, no, let me start. So, yeah, thank you for very much for downloading and listening. Thank you, Sai, for, for participating again. As, sure as always, sir. Thank wonderful you. Wonderful guest. Me. Please subscribe to Don't Forget Your Goodbye Gherkins Member in Valley podcast. Please do that. And please, yeah, continue thank to you guys. To yeah, I'm still, still getting quite a few listens. And like I say, I will get back to releasing more episodes and, and, and get into the, you know, the classic yeah. years of, of BBC years, I say. Yes, lovely. All right. Well, till next much. week. Cheers, Sai. Cheers, Tom. big thank you to friend of the podcast anthony satterthwaite pianist and organist playing us out with that lovely little rendition there get in touch with me or anthony if you happen to live in the manchester area and would like to take up some lessons thank you again anthony